This is Dale Buckter's Financial Clinic. Securities are offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Dale Buckner, Inc. is a registered investment advisory firm. Dale Buckner, Inc. and United Planners are not affiliated. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett is a certified financial planner professional at our offices, Dale Buckner, Inc. offices at 301 South Polk Suite 420 in Amarillo just in case you were wondering. And really, I, I've been waiting to talk to you about this. And I'm going to say, we never, ever talk enough about bonds. That's, I can't I mean, remember the I always want to say, so you want to put somebody to sleep. <laughs> you could, I could really. So we're going to really juice this up a little bit. If you can get me, give me a little bit of a, a, Give me a little bit of time, and I think you're going to really enjoy the conversation about bonds. And we're going to juice it up, and I'm going to make a statement, and I want you to kind of elaborate on it a little bit, that bonds can actually, in some cases, have more risk than stocks. That's right. That could be. I, I, I believe it's true. And everybody thinks bonds don't have any risk. Well, and then I got to come back in for compliance purposes. We got to come back in and say certain bonds have very low risk if you hold them to maturity. And there's a whole lot of it's it's a little bit more complicated, isn't it? It can be. I mean, so, it's like it's like Social Security. It can be pretty in depth. So as we kind of come back into it, I'm going to kind of turn it over to you and I'm going to say, so if I have a long duration bond, let's say a 20 or 30 year treasury bond. And I'm going to be probably not holding it to maturity because 30 years, how often are you going to hold a bond right. for 30 years? Right. That's right. And interest rates go up. We call it spiking up. <laughs> interest rates spike up. And I lose money in that bond. <laughs> kind of explain how that works. Well, well uh, one thing I do want to bring up, because there are clients that if they think that they have bought a bond, that they can't do anything with it until it finally matures, maybe it's five years or 10 years later. But the reality is you can buy like most bonds, like especially treasury bonds, they're very, very liquid. You can you could buy a treasury bond today, sell it tomorrow. It just depends on what the market will pay you for it. It's just kind of like a stock. So I just want to throw that out at first. But anyway, if somebody buys a, say a 30 year treasury bond and say they're going to get paid 5% per year for the next 30 years, uh, you know, which is what the, the ongoing rate is at that time. Well, say they want to sell it maybe in a, you know, a couple of years later and interest rates have gone up to say seven or 8%. Well, you can always sell your bond, but nobody's going to want to pay you what you paid for the bond if interest rates are a lot higher when you want to sell it. So consequently, you're going to sell your bond at less than what you purchased it at. So that's that's the risk. And it, it can work the other way, too. If interest rates drop, you might make a profit if you decide to sell your treasury bond in this case as well. But in the end, you can hold if you buy a 10-year bond and it matures in 10 years, like a treasury bond, you know after 10 years, you're going to get your money back 
or the I should say the the val the par value the face value of the bond at that time no matter what interest rates do you might lose a little bit of what is called purchasing power if interest rates continue to go up through the years and then you you're but you're what what you're getting the interest is not going to purchase as much as what you would like to that that can easily happen but in the end you're going to get the face value of the bond back to you there are actually bonds that will likely go up when the stock market goes up there are bonds that will go up when inflation goes up there are bonds i literally i've had people actually use my words against me i say something on the program and i'm saying so um i say something like when interest rates spike up bonds go can drop in value there are other bonds that actually do really well during interest rates spiking up and interest rate spike ups have virtually nothing to do with them so when i when we say things about bonds i don't I, you know for i almost want to say for compliance purposes, we want to make sure that everybody understands that every single type of bond can have a slightly different behavior during interest rates spiking up. Right. It, it, when right. interest rates go down, not all bonds go up in value. Right, right, right. Well, that really is going to be easy to explain. I'm so glad you're on the program. <laughs> now, I'm going to do say that I'd really like to have a soon have a conversation with you, maybe here soon. We can talk about that not all bonds are taxable. You get the income and pay taxes on some bonds and other bonds you get tax free. Right. I right. want to have so I kind of want to have some of those conversations. I kind of want to say, you know, I I almost want to say like basket robins, we got 31 flavors of bonds. I, well, and how's how's a normal person? I'm not saying we're not normal. That that came out wrong. So how's an average person gonna understand all the bonds that are out there? And I mean they're hard to they're hard to do. Zero coupon bonds. I mean, you can come in and throw a, a this, that, or that, and you can have um, you can have mortgage bonds that are completely different. I really, there, there are a lot. You're right. There's only there, maybe thirty one flavors is not enough flavors. Right. Yeah. There's 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 a lot to choose from. That's for sure. And it kind of depends on what your financial situation is in terms of which one you just you select. Well, how do you, uh, let, let me throw another wrinkle into it, which is, so uh, some bonds have really good credit ratings, credit worthiness, you know, sort of like treasury bonds. You got the whole faith, full faith and credit of the U.S. Treasury backing them up. Right. And then other bonds may have a, a B-rated, questionable, Per a corporation backing them up, or a municipality that is either really strong or not strong. It's kind of one of those things where we come in. There are probably vastly more different bonds out there than there are different stocks. Right, and I guess a rule of thumb is the less the risk, the less 
interest you're going to get. So for instance, treasury bonds, treasury bills, that's like what Dale's, what you're saying, Dale, that is backed by the government. And so consequently, there, you know, people talk about the government defaulting, but the reality is I, I don't think so. So consequently, if the government's going to back up those bonds, you know you're going to get your money back if you hold the bonds to maturity. And so consequently, you're not going to get as much for that in terms of interest as say you would maybe a what we call like a high yield bond where like what Dale's saying maybe the credit rating is like triple b or even less actually i think triple b is like an investment grade bond but the point is the lower the grade bond you're going to get a higher interest rate but there's a little more risk attached to it as well as we come back in and uh why don't we just buy an insured bond that guarantees they're going to pay back? Oh, well, they give even a lower interest right. rate. Right. So I, I kind of come back in and I, I also want to have just a little bit of a discussion here about CDs, cert certificates of deposit. And those are not bonds, but and they're guaranteed by the FDIC. And they... Uh, uh, under certain circumstances to a, a maximum level of $250,000 that per bank and per person. And is and it's even more complicated than that, but let's, that's a simplified version of the actual rules. And as we kind of come back into the, uh, the certificates of deposit have the full faith and credit of the FDIC insurance pool backing them up so if you buy it from a bank and it's FDIC insured, you're, you're secure that you're going to get your principal back, but they generally pay a lower rate of return. That's so right. as we kind of come back in, if we were going to counsel our listeners in how to choose a bond, it would be impossible to do during this program. But if we are sitting back and counseling our listeners that if you are wanting to keep up with inflation, <laughs> holy cow. All right, so now I've added one more wrinkle in our, when we're as certified financial planner professionals, our job is to pick the most appropriate as best with all of our knowledge and the knowledge of the client's needs, wants, needs, desires, and goals, mm -hmm. to pick the most appropriate bond to have in a portfolio. And as we do that, we really kind of look at virtually every single one of these things, the taxable nature of the bond, the uh, credit worthiness of the bond, the whether it's going to go up or down. We try to predict whether inflation is going to go up or down. That is a whole lot of, of stuff. And then I added that wrinkle in. Guess what, Brett? You need to keep your client's assets growing above the inflation rate because they want to have more buying power. Me making them a month amount, or I shouldn't say me, I don't, I do zero. Me assisting a client in owning a bond that doesn't keep up with inflation is not a very good answer for them in the long term. Right, right. Well, there is there's something out there called a treasury inflated. Inflation Protection Security, the acronym is TIPS. And just, just simply how that works is the, if inflation hits, 
the interest rate that you you get when you buy it, that that will not change. Like if you buy a one of these kind of bonds and say you're going to get paid three percent, that percentage is not going to change. But if inflation goes up, say three percent for the year, if you buy say for instance a say a thousand dollar bond, well if you get three percent inflation then your principal actually increases to $1,030. It increases by 3%. And then that interest rate that you're getting, that's fixed, but it's gonna be based off of a higher principal. And then when the bond finally matures, you're either gonna get the face value or the adjusted higher principal, whatever is higher. So that's and kind of- Gotta take a quick break here. If you would like to discuss your bond portfolio with a certified financial planner, professional. We're not the only ones in town, but if you'd like to give us a call, we'd be glad. Free without measure, we'll do that. Uh, we don't charge for those meetings. Glad to have you in and we'll discuss them. Bring in your portfolio. We'll start talking about it. 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN. If you want to email us, that works too. Dale at dalebuckner.com. And as we've said multiple times, it's Brett with two T's at dalebuckner.com. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, visiting with Brett Hansen. Uh, we're trying to make bonds fun. <laughs> holy a, holy cow. Challenging. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Having a good time. I mean, I, I always enjoy these conversations. And right. bringing up some of this stuff is like, uh, you know, like, watching paint dry for some folks, but really it's amazing when you start looking at the flavors of bonds that are out there. And I, th I think when we were, we were discussing treasury inflation protected securities backed up by the full faith and credit of the U S treasury. And I, I would wish to say, we don't believe that anybody ever should have just one bond in their portfolio. So our process that we go through is to have more than one bond in a portfolio exactly. and, and have the right percentage in a portfolio, which is could be as little as 10%, as much as 50%, as much as 100%. We actually have some portfolios that are 100% bonds. Right, right. And then we examine uh, at least on a weekly basis and most of the time on a daily basis, whether or not those uh, the principal is having some sort of a, an, we're having a, a, an event and interest rates that are causing a particular bond to have trouble. And then we analyze them. If we find one that's misbehaving, let's, we're going to call it misbehaving, then uh, it's likely that we will make changes in the portfolio. We don't. Yes. So I, yes. I'm going to, say this with great comfort is we really don't like our clients portfolios to go down in value right right that's i kind of told you this brett right i don't want our clients portfolios <laughs> to go down in value um and uh, so as we kind of go through this let's give our numbers one more time if you'd like to have us certified financial planning professionals we're fiduciaries as CFPs and our registered investment advisory firm, Dell Buckner Inc. And we, you'd like us to examine your bond portfolio. Give us a call 806-358-7977-1800-299-PLAN. Email me at dale at dalebuckner.com or 
Email Brett with two T's at DaleBuckner.com.